Bonnie Scalisi, how are you, everyone? Thanks for tuning in on St. Patrick's Day. I know a lot of you are probably out drinking, so if you're, you know, you're watching us, we are we're extra grateful. And you can just drink um, at the bar with yeah, your drink phone. now. You're actually looking at your phone, anyways. If you found mm. us, share the show, please share the show. And this isn't just the Patty's Day episode. Bonnie's birthday is Pi Day, three, four, one. Yeah, four. isn't that interesting? So this is Bonnie's <laughs> birthday celebration episode as well. Um, Yay! I, that's nice. Bonnie, you know, I had to give up. Uh, I had to look it up because I did it on my my on my birthday on mm -hmm. my birthday. Uh, a couple of other people that share your birthday, I didn't know Albert Einstein. Really? Yeah. Oh, that, that's Hi, a big there's a big difference between me and Albert Einstein. Uh, maybe there's a little uh, coincidence there. And then the other one, uh, Stephen Curry. Do you know who that is? No. Who is that? <laughs> he's a he's a famous basketball player. Okay. And then the other one, who else do we have? Oh, Billy Crystal. Really? Yeah. So I thought Canadian. Oprah. I thought Oprah had. Uh, oh, it is. I didn't. It, it, it didn't. It did not. I can't even speak tonight. <laughs> it did not say Oprah on the list, but um, she could be on there. I'd have to Google it. And uh, last but not, very not least. Taylor Hansen, the hottest and oldest Hansen brother, and he still looks good. I don't know who that is, but okay. You don't know the Hansons? <laughs> no. Mama? You'd know it. You'd know it if you heard it. That, that's like the song, the only song. Uh, Bonnie, you want to tell them who's tuning in? Oh, yeah. So, so uh, thank you for the people who are already tuning in and wishing me a happy birthday and happy St. Patrick's Day to all of you. Joan Krupe Asher, how are you? Deborah Say Grady. Yeah, Grandma Grady. <laughs> Uh, Bruno, he said, good, good evening. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Bill Hansen, how are you? Saying hi to us. David Lange, uh, saying hi to us. Um, Patty Marie, I love Patty. Adam Snare, how are you doing, Adam Snare? Nancy Weems, nice to see you, Nancy. And of course, my other birthday pal, Robin DeVito. I can't, and she shares the last name of our guest, so we're going to introduce in a minute. See, uh, your mom, Mary Underhill, is watching. Jim Rea, how you doing? Yeah, uh, Jim wants to know if you have any Irish in you. I think you do. Me? I'm 75%. So a lot. A lot. Nevin Cummings, how are you? Um, and uh, my boyfriend, Michael Steven Spielberg, Cedric Hooks, uh, and everybody's saying happy birthday and happy St. Patrick's Day. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit quickly about uh, my birthday because I want to get into the guests. We have yeah, an, we have an amazing guest. Tell me what you were doing on your birthday. Uh, on my birthday, 
Um, I went to, my boyfriend took me to a beautiful restaurant. I always forget the name of the restaurant. Uh, Walls Wharf in Bayville. And it, it's a, it was on the water, it was beautiful. And he, he, he got me this sweatshirt, um, which oh, has a lot of symbolism man. behind it. It's not political, okay? Uh, it, the sweatshirt comes from Better Call Saul, it's, and it's significant to okay, me. Okay. Um, the reason it's significant, the name of the sweatshirt is the University of American Samoa Law. Um, both shows Better Call Saul, which I watched first, and now I'm watching Breaking Bad. I'm only on season one, so no spoiler alerts. Um, both of these shows I identify with because both of the shows have are about people who have always done the right thing and get screwed in life by society and circumstances, and they're forced to evolve into something that they never thought they would become. And I love both series. I'm into Breaking Bad right now, but I love it so far. It shows both the good and the evil in all of us. Yeah. And, and so I love the sweatshirt. Mandy gave me something, but I, I don't know what she did with it. She gave me a pair of underwear that had something really funny written on it, but she hid it because she didn't want me to, to share no, it on I the show. I didn't want you to get embarrassed. I was like, I'll just make sure that we'll make, but you can say, you want me to tell them what they said? Yeah, go ahead. I, I think they, if I'm not mistaken, um, I, uh, I learned, I, the only way I learned is by spanking me, <laughs> by getting spanked. Yeah, like, I, I need to be spanked. The only way I, like, I learned is by getting spanked, and they're, like, the cute ones that really, like, go up your butt. She knows <laughs> I don't like the thong, the thong ones, so thank you, Mandy. I love it. Um, I, know, I know she doesn't like the thong <laughs> ones. <laughs> and Graz, how are you? Graz uh, from Limo Talk Graz is watching. Day. So should we get, did you want to talk about anything before we no, get to uh, our guests? everybody just share the show. Yeah, could everyone please share the show? And start thinking about your stories. And uh, Bonnie, let's hit it. <laughs> okay. Um, our guest has a special online, uh, and it's gotten over 5 million views. And he's a regular on late night TV, the very funny Joe DeVito. And he's one of my personal favorites. Please, I love him. You. Thank you, ladies. Ooh, Thank you. I wanted to start because I'm like, oh, we're, I'm, we're cracking up too much. Stop. We're going to get through all the material. Thank you for coming, Joe. Glad to be here. It's nice. Um, you two acted like you weren't expecting me when I came in. <laughs> we're very nonchalant. It's funny because yeah. I've had people tell us like, oh, I'm not usually nervous about this sort of thing. And then they get here and they're like, can I smoke a cigarette? Because I'm like, it's fucking, get ready to, to do a podcast. But it's like taking over. Um. No, but you had said you were going to be a couple minutes late, and we're like, it's Wayne's World, you know, everybody else yeah, just lives right. in it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and seriously, you know, like, we're what, not don't stuck get in into a, slot. a car accident driving here, fucking 100 miles an hour, to be here on fucking time. Everyone, wait, everyone Perfect. showed up. Yes, thank yeah. you, everybody, for tuning in. <laughs> like Mandy said, please share the show, and our topic is celebrations. So one of the things that I have to say about Joe Really? Is, uh, you know, because he, he, I did take some lessons from Joe and he wants everything to be succinct. So if you have a story about a celebration, don't write in like three paragraphs. Yeah. Make it very, you know, like get to the point and tell us your story in three sentences or less. Yeah, I, I have no patience for that shit. You've got to get, it's got to, ah, word economy. Yes, word economy. like you dole out those words very sparingly. Yeah. Oh, Jim Ray wants to celebrate his divorce. Uh, it, it's interesting that you talk about that because uh, that's one of the things I have on my list is that eventually if I if the divorce is ever final, I will have a, a divorce party. 
And Jim, you will be invited. So what do you think of that? <laughs> he got he got divorced quicker than me, and he started like like six months ago. Is this not the handwriting of the Unabomber? <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly, I want your handwriting's worse than mine. At least bad, I can read my you handwriting. Were you a teacher for, for a thousand no, years? No, I, I when I write on the board, it's perfect. But when I write so for myself. Chalk. Yes, when okay, I write it's for the medium. <laughs> no, not yeah. chalk. Yeah, yeah, you should see me it, in chalk. It, oh, it, yeah. it gravitated to the the dry white board. The dry white board. You sure. oh you with the dry white board. You're you're a mess. Uh, I cannot. Well, first of all, I'm a lefty. Mm. So you just Sinister. erase as you write. <laughs> <laughs> and I have sensory issues. I don't like chalk. First of all, I'm like it's like nails on a chalkboard. Just chalk. That does make sense. And it's disgusting. Um, I don't really like whiteboard, like the squeakiness. And I okay. also just... Like, oh, you, you would have I died have with, to... with the nails on the chalkboard oh, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not good with that. Even just a dusty eraser, just the thought of it. It's gross. But let's get back to celebrations. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the worst party you've ever been to, Joe? <laughs> oh, my God. Or the God. worst event, worst segment of a party you know we're seen at a party you've seen. i actually know you can talk about no one answer to, i know one of the answers you're going to tell i guess we're going to open things up to the floor body i you know I, no it's a story you told about a surprise story. party you got when you were a boy but you told it a long time ago so you could tell the listeners a surprise party your parents threw for you when you were a kid and you were, uh, you told it on guys. our, you told it on our show. I think that would probably be my, my 16th birthday. Correct. All yeah, right. yeah. And my friend Gary convinced my parents to have a 16th birthday party for me uh, because he wanted to have girls over to try and get laid. Nice. And Gary, how generous of him. I know. So he was, he was, he was using me as a, as a Trojan horse to maybe use some Trojans on my parents' couch. And of course his plan failed. But I remember my parents saying like, no, 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 no. And um, the party sucked, and then everybody was like, well, we're out of here. And then we went to some other party, and then when I went to this other party, everyone I talked to said to me, yeah, we heard you had a shitty party at your house. <laughs> oh, no. And I thought, I just, I'm, just I'm, I'm like a bystander for this. And it was really annoying, too, because my birthday is in December, yes. and it was during um, wrestling season, so I couldn't even eat for my birthday. Oh. So I was starving oh. myself. I accidentally hosted a shitty party, and then I had to hear about it. <laughs> For the rest of the night. That's a, that's a pretty bad yeah, it party. Bad. It was bad. As a total victim of circumstance. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. I was, for a minute lot. there, I couldn't think. But you, Thanks you, a lot, Gary. Yeah. Um, you know, but in your own, in your own brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, any ones that you want to think of that I haven't. Any, any other party pals? Bad parties. It's very interesting. I always felt like there's too much pressure put on parties which is why yes i hated new year's eve and i when i became okay. a that's why you're here comic, on st patrick's day here in st Pat there oh, you go is, to me this is like <laughs> it combines so many things i don't like it combines <laughs> drinking it combines parades which i hate it combines um not marching about green, marching i don't want to march for <laughs> nobody wants reason. to march and um and uh, horrible food well, the parade in 2020 died, so you can be happy about that, Joe. That's one benefit. Nobody's, yeah, that's nobody's true. Already, Remember, that everyone used to be going like, on for hundreds of years. we're not representing the St. Patrick's Day parade. <laughs> yeah, that's what I really <laughs> I would have been thrilled. You know? People died 
2020. And you know what? My people had to give up. Yeah. About the <laughs> yeah. She's Irish. If you ever wonder why she say my people. Hey, Tammy Welter is, is tuning in. Hi, Tammy. How are you? Robin DeVito wants to know, like, maybe you're related by some kind of uncle or something. There must be like a million DeVitos, right? a lot of DeVitos. Right? We are out of the Bronx. And from <laughs> Italy, we're from a town called Bari. Oh. So I don't know if that helps so, Valerie. Does that help? So does that help, Robin? That helps you try maybe, maybe, Italian. Yeah, maybe, may, Robin, maybe he's your long lost, like, brother or something. There was someone who kept going to, there, there's a <laughs> Wikipedia page for me. I know, because I made it. But someone keeps going there. I should act like some crazy fan. But someone keeps going to the page that I set it's up. It's not me. It's not me, but it is me. Because you obviously have set it up. Because well, I thought, you know, it's, it's been there for a while. Well, Mario. someone keeps going I don't to it and keeps adding that I'm Danny DeVito's son. And then uh, oh, then, I saw that. But I then I take it down. And I can only, they, I can only imagine this person's like, who's this idiot who keeps changing? It's like, it's me. <laughs> I know whose son I am. Yeah. They're like I, fucking yeah. back checkers coming through. And yeah, like, it's fake, fake news. Fake that, news. That um, podcast that I saw you on, mm -hmm. they said, do people ask if you're related to Danny yeah. DeVito? And you're like, horribly all the time. Yeah. All when, the time. When someone asks me that, I can tell this is a person who doesn't have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> because if you had uh -oh. several thoughts, you would think like, oh, all right, it's... You wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to, it's like they're compelled to blurt it. They, sometimes they'll even say, I have to ask. And the truth is, well, you really didn't, you, you were not compelled. The power of Christ did not compel you to ask. It's like saying, um, I, I, mean, I hate to tell you this, but you don't need to tell me this. Yeah, you probably, you're, you're, you're going to love it. You probably couldn't wait, as a matter of fact. Patty Marie is saying it wasn't her. Patty, no one, no one thinks it was you. Um, we, we all, we all know that, uh, that you You know the expression, I hate to eat and run? I never say it's my favorite thing to do, is to get a meal and then get the fuck out. So yeah, I would yeah. never say hey to you. You do an Irish goodbye. You just yeah. that's like yeah. an Italian goodbye. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you can't get out of an Italian place without kissing yeah. everybody. No, on no, no. And, no. and your meal takes several hours. That shows yeah, you you're making the meal from scratch. They are the Irish goodbye. That's perfect because it shows like if there's any group of people with more of a fear of intimacy. The Irish, like they yeah. can't even say goodbye. It's too, they're too vulnerable. Yeah. Honestly, I hate saying goodbye. I like to, I like to do the yeah. Irish goodbye at a party. I like yeah. to just eat the food, say, you know, stay a little while, and then slip yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? Why? Um, because, because, like, I don't. I, I hate to say this, but I just don't like people touching me to really? say goodbye. Like you oh. have to. So this 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 whole um, say the this whole Corona stuff is good for me. Yeah. Because I I'm not a hugger and mm. you know I'm just I just I'm very yeah man but but I'm stiff will. as a board when you do yeah. that that's why I have to be liquored up so so yeah. my, Michael I'm just I'm just sipping this he's he's like. He's, you know, this, man, he saw man. that I, I'm, oh, I'm drinking real. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not really drinking it. I'm just it was just wine in the beginning. Yeah, it was started with yeah. wine, and I'm just going to have a couple of sips. Is this what gets you in the mood for when Mandy starts getting handsy? Yeah, yes, exactly. that's right. I have to she be starts, in the mood. She starts to <laughs> Cuomo out. She, that's right. The, the Cuomo the sexual harassment. The Cuomo. I, I'm, gonna, no, I'm going to me. out her. I'm going to meet to her and say, you know, yeah. Mandy Jones has been, been yeah. inappropriate with me. For like for for over since five months now, since maybe since I'll put from from the start since, since podcast one, and then people are gonna say <laughs> there but, was definitely stuff at Gums that went down. Like, oh, there was. Workplace. There was. Yeah. 
But then people will say, but what about all those old people she killed? And they'll say, no, 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 no. We, we want to hear about the <laughs> Right. Trash. No matter what, it's, yeah. always, it's, it's, a, it's a diversion. Yeah. So Adam Snare is saying that he, he's a friend of ours. He said he met and saw Joe in the green room a few months ago at Huntington yeah. Paramount and got to see him perform as well. Great guy. Hilarious comic. Oh, he you, is, Adam. if you have not seen him do stand up, you yeah, are missing out. Look him up um, after this. So many funny and, clips. And all he, available. Free. Yes, at Dry Bar Comedy, mm. and he's a go on YouTube, and he has an, um, a very interesting thing he told us that I think you want to tell everybody um, about this. I like how we're doing the pre-show prep <laughs> during the actual show. Yeah, the what, the what, what is this interesting thing that I want to tell you? <laughs> the Greg oh. Gutfeld Show. Well, uh, I'm a regular on the Greg Gutfeld Show on Fox News, the hit late night show, and they just announced that it's going to five nights a week. And Which I've been I knew offered a position as a writer and regular guest on it. Congratulations! So, that is freaking awesome. And Pretty I watched excited. that show even when yeah. you're not on it. I can't. I can't Girl, wave it in your, in your direction. <laughs> holy Cheers! <laughs> It'll burn. Um, that's a great show. That's awesome. So yeah. writing comedy—that's awesome because you can be more than one person. Like stand yeah. up, you go up there and you got to be yourself. It's mm. raw. But writing comedy, you kind of be like, oh, you can get to be a different character. It, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting because I know people who've written for uh, Letterman and Conan. And if you notice, those guys have their writers and they have them for years because that writer knows how to write jokes in their voice. Right, right. And they know that that is, I mean, I know, uh, Brian, know. Brian Kiley has been the head writer for Conan for, I, I think, like 20 years because he knows the kinds of jokes that, they're not just funny, but they he, make sense coming out of him. Yeah. And isn't it interesting mm. that, you know, Greg Gutfield is great as he is, but yet these late night talk show hosts, they don't write all their own material. They hire writers to write yeah. for them and they pay good money because they're getting brilliant minds to write their things for them. But people watching the show think they, they make it up. Yeah. Yeah. And well, Greg writes his own monologue. Does he? Yeah, Greg's really good with that. The thing is, it's going to be five nights a week, and he's still going to do the five. Mm. So it's, it's a lot of talking to do, but I think That's um, a lot. they're going to be using uh, me for... Uh, I'm not exactly sure to tell you the truth. I'm like, excited. I can't wait. I'm getting and people for coffee, Joe. And, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Andy>. <laughs> I'm being an going to be like an office manager? <laughs> no, he's, he's going to be high up. Uh, we would... <laughs> The next person I'm going to talk about, we were just talking about you right before the show started, Taz, the residential artist. Oh, we, we love Taz. She said, she has a question for you. Yes. Uh, is Mr. DeVito going to be on Gutfield's new show, uh, a.k.a. Red Eye Part 2, <laughs> the sequel? Uh, yeah, it, and, and what's nice is it's going to increase my time on the show as a guest, too. That's awesome. Yeah, so instead of, I think I've been doing it about once a month or every other month, and then yeah. there was always some kind of catastrophe that would happen and it would be taken off the air. I probably did three or four episodes that <laughs> yeah, got bumped. I mean, they are the news channel, so. I, I was um, sorry. I, I, you you know, and that's we were like, part. oh, no, not again. You know, whenever there's a there's like a, a tragedy or some sort of act of terrorism, they're not really thinking about how it affects me. <laughs> I think that's very rude. I know. Yeah. It's, it's like, couldn't they have killed that person tomorrow? I mean, come on. Or, or, or couldn't have that monsoon happened like a day later? It's come very on. It's a really good skit. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, so Stuart Brenner, how are you? Stuart Brenner is uh, tuning in. 
and saying hi. And he said of all the times not to have cable. Yeah, you got to get cables. So you could watch him. Jan Brenner is actually moving to Las Vegas, so we wish you the best of luck. Oh, yeah, I didn't um, know that about you. I yeah. got to see you before you go, before you part. And he said he's actually half Native and half Italian. He is Seaxillian. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Everybody's congratulating you. Thank you, everybody. Every, appreciate and, it. And, and it's a big accomplishment. So Taz is saying... April fifth, baby. Is that April fifth is the show's debut. Um, <laughs> I have to. Well, it's all pending. They have to um, do a review of my social media as oh, part of the hiring. Process. No freaking way! I, I'd be dead in the water. This uh, I've never been here. I don't know who either of you are. I, well, you know, I went and set um, my Facebook post to friends can only see them, not the public. But I've been gradually going through and deleting old tweets. For about two years now. Yeah. Really? Yeah, making because... Making sure cleaning up your act. Well, mostly... Literally and yeah. figuratively. Because you don't want to get... What do you think that they would think is, like, considered bad? Here's the thing. I have to believe that the bar is set so low for comedians as to what's considered appropriate or inappropriate. It's not... It's not <laughs> I would like think I'm so, going too. going for, like, vice president of media <laughs> relations. Um, but it's still a job interview. And they're still, still giving job, you real yeah. money, U.S. dollars. Yeah, yeah, so you have to... But, you know, I, I'm, I was told that that was a good idea to not just as a cover your ass thing but one of the things I notice is as I went back I've gotten better at social media posts so I look at some of my jokes you know Facebook sends you the memories thing yeah, yeah. and I'll see jokes from you know 10 years ago yeah, and I think like oh I, that garbage? yeah I'm like I don't yeah. even know what that means a lot of times it's jokes about current events where I don't oh. mention the event, and I, I'm like, I think, what happened then? Like, this doesn't make any sense to <laughs> But me. sometimes you're right on, and you're like, I, I called I this. Oh, I keep reposting those <laughs> yeah, ones. Yeah, I love those. <laughs> I've got jokes about things that, you know, for better or for worse, have just turned out to be true. Joe Stradamus is what I call yes, that when that Joe happens. Yes, Joe Stradamus. Yeah. So uh, what time will the show be on, or you don't know yet? It's going to be 11 p.m., right up against all the That's other That's perfect for me. Yeah. I'm a late-night person, so... Yeah. So every every night from Monday through Friday at 11 p.m. Yeah. on Fox News. Yeah. That is so freaking cool. It's going to be good. Esther Forrester is, is telling us she celebrates the end of Zoom meetings that I sadly initiated and then they went <laughs> awry. Also celebrating getting both doses by living my life, my, my same fearful life. Yeah, I mean, um, we're, uh, we're talking about the... Uh, celebrations. Celebrations. So, yeah. So, I went to a party one time and the mom didn't know that you didn't have to put... Uh, that the piñata didn't come with candy inside it. So we really? ate the hell out of a piñata that had no candy in it. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. That'll, that'll prepare <laughs> How old you. were you? We were about eight. Oh, that, I would yeah. be pissed. What a metaphor for, for growing up. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah That's the perfect the metaphor. It might not nothing. even be magic inside. Wow. Yeah, nothing. You beat the hell out of something. You don't... <laughs> That's a it's lesson for you. It's actually a bad thing to teach kids. If you beat something up, the candy comes out of it, right? It's it's teaching <laughs> savagery. It's 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 it it is a metaphor for life. Yeah. Beat the crap out of something to get the candy. I mean, and the fact but that yours also, was empty. And it's also that's... luck of the draw because, like, the guy behind you could have beat the hell out of it, and then a little kid goes up like, and gives it, it that up, night yeah. little knock. But you know what they do now? You know, because everybody has to get a trophy and everything mm -hmm. else. They beat the pinata, and everybody's only allowed to pick up three pieces of candy. So, oh, so it's all even. Instead, instead of yeah. like you instead know being a football player, yeah. correct. 
I mean, it's uh, it's yeah, that's, that's how things have gotten. Bony bits. That's a good shit in life. Oh shoot, we're supposed to do our sponsors. But we started we got so, a little. We, we got, started a little. Late. Oh, that's right. We started so a little late. So, but we can do that. We can jump into sponsor land, and then we'll get back into. We, get back yeah, we we have uh, like a couple of minutes. So stay tuned, real quick, guys. Um, keep telling us best worst. Um, yeah, nobody has told us about any celebrations. Bonnie's gonna read them. Yeah. After. Adam's saying he's a rugby player. How is that a celebration? Oh, there's so, stick to a, the topic. I've got no, no. I'm for being a rugby player. It's a you do a drink up. You both teams get it's together a celebration. and celebrate after have a party. No matter. See, who I won. wouldn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, well, I, that's when I went to Ireland with a rugby team. I was the rugby manager. And it was funny because it was on St. Patty's Day in Dublin, and we're talking to these kids. We're like, "Yeah, we just came. You know, we're here. You know, from New York." And they're like, "Yo, that is where, that's the party. That's the biggest party yeah. in the world for Patty's Day." And we're like, "We just spent yeah." I heard it's not a big of, thing over there. It's like you know, well, the whole thing is like the kids start drinking. It's the legal age to drink is eighteen, so kids start drinking when you're like fifteen. Mm. So oh by the my time god, twenty five, you're like. A forty-year-old man who's just like, I don't want to go out anymore. You know, already like we just start the people too late here because when the drinking age is twenty-one, that means you're more like eighteen drinking. Yeah, I think and that was like, the plan. And then like thirty, thirty, you're still like a complete idiot living in your mom's basement. Whereas there, it just—I don't know what the kids were really doing. I mean, I was also there in two thousand, like eight. So I'm talking about kids in America's basements now. (laughs) I don't know about what they're doing. I guess they would call it a cellar there in in Dublin. You're asking me? I don't know. But I was there. I don't know. But we have. Bonnie, you're an expert on Irish real estate. What are they they That's right. We were talking about. I wing it. Bonnie's Gaelic. No, Gaelic's her second language. We were talking about that before. No, but we do have that in common. I was the manager of the men's soccer team in college, and you were the manager of the rugby team. Oh yeah, that's right. That's why. And 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 we both have autistic brothers. Mm -hmm. We have a lot in common, Mandy and I. Um, yeah, Adam's saying by the time they're 25, they're recovering alcohol. Yeah, they're in AA. <laughs> yeah, no, they're onto harder drugs. It's yeah. so, so do you have any other celebrations that oh, you want to talk about? Well, I just want to what was Esther celebrating? Would she say she, she got yeah, she, she's she, been vaccinated? She's parties that she I think, I think she's, yeah, she wants to be vaccinated so that <laughs> she doesn't have to be afraid when she goes out anymore. Oh. I think, uh, Esther, I don't want to put words in your mouth. I think that's that, what you that meant, yeah. uh, but I could be wrong. I thought uh, she was going to be here tonight. Why? I don't know. I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> Wait, Esther's, Esther is usually everywhere I go. We, yeah. Esther and I go to open mics together. Esther and I hang out together. I'm disappointed. I put on cologne. <laughs> very nice. Very also, nice. Now we know. So um, <laughs> if you guys don't have a story, I'll tell you a story. Well, we do have to do the sponsor choice, Bonnie. All right. <laughs> All right. You want to go first? Uh, yeah. Keith, by the way, Keith Fitz is watching. Uh, he's one of our sponsors. So. Oh, I don't know. All right, so I'll start. Yeah, there you go. So, so uh, our friend Key Fitz owns a company called Keys Loves Jewelry, stainless steel jewelry, all nickel and tarnish free. And you can buy knives, swords, and self-defense equipment, excellent quality for reasonable prices. His stuff is not only, it's cool looking. It's not just um, good for killing people. <laughs> no, no. It's not just for self-defense. Yeah, it's, it's really decorative. So you could shop online at keylovesjewelries.com keyscutlery.com or you could go in person to Lala's Flea Market 1075 Portion Road in Farmingville, New York and see him and his beautiful wife Teresa and buy your things in person and if you want to call him 631 
379-1781. And we just want to remind you guys that our sponsors, when we say crazy and silly stuff on Like what I just show, did, I just fucked up. No, 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 not at all. It just always reminds me, because I'm going to probably say something out of line on mine, um, <laughs> that anything that we say, our beliefs and expressions on the show are do not reflect the beliefs and expressions of our very kind sponsors. So thank you, Key Love and Key's Jewelry and Key's Cutlery. And then we also have uh, the Ambient Salon in Hewlett. Uh, they are a full service hair, skin, and nail salon. They are part of a Mondays a Racine salon. They offer free salon spa services and wigs to anyone currently battling cancer. So if you know anybody currently battling cancer, one Monday every month they do a um, giveaway where you go in and you get can get free sp salon, spa services, and free wigs. So if you know anyone battling cancer on Long Island, please mention this ad to them. Um, you can do online booking for the salon at theambientsalon.com. Please give them a follow on Instagram um, and on Facebook at The Ambient Salon. The Ambient Salon, 1344 Broadway in Hewlett, New York. 516-295-4011 and do not forget to tell them that Bonnie and Mandy from the Wildflowers sent you and uh, Larry Art and his wife um, will be um, guests will be guests on our show is it next week or the following I don't have the, the you're in charge of that I, I don't know <laughs> I don't have it in front of me like an ass but they will be on this month um, so stay tuned because they are great people um, so thank you guys uh, to uh Key Fitz and his wife and Larry and his wife for sponsoring this wacky show. Now, everybody, back to... Show DeVito. Joe DeVito. And, our, and last week's guest, Joe Curry, is tuning in. I noticed Joe. I, I, Joe, Hello, Joe and I met at, just by random mm -hmm. at a mic on Friday and... You know, we were talking for a, a Esther. Speaking of Esther, she <laughs> stood me up because she told me she was going to meet me at that mic and really? she didn't show up. So Joe and I just ended up talking like basically till the till the bar closed. And he had been on our show the Wednesday before. So Joe Curry is a, a fantastic person. He And we had a great time with him. Um, so do you have a story or do you want me to go? A celebration story? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really think of... I'm thinking of uh, things that I've celebrated, things that I'm looking forward to celebrating. Okay. I think what um, Go ahead. I think this summer is going to initiate kind of like the way the Roaring Twenties followed uh, prohibition, prohibition uh, or, or pre-prohibition oh, yeah. rather. Or yeah. after, but after World War One and this, you know, Spanish flu and mm -hmm. people went nuts. I think there's going to be a lot of partying. I think we. Uh, there's going to be things we look back now and say like, geez, just going to a restaurant. We didn't appreciate that. Enough. Yes. So, yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot of sex. People are going to be going. And stand-up comedy is going to come back. Stand-up comedy is going to come back. A hundred percent. I'm looking forward to even Because I remember like when that. you were like really down and you're like, you know, it's not going to come back. It's dead. And mm. it's not. I think it's going to double. I think people need to laugh more than ever now. Yeah. And it's the easiest form of entertainment to bring back. Because yes. you don't need much. Right, right. A band, yeah. you need five guys who've practiced. You need, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all need to afford equipment. You need to have mm. lighting. You need to, like, because we can have shitty sound and the you voice. You can work can, around you, it, you yeah. You can work around it. But, like, you could be a good band and, like, be in a shitty bar, like a bar that has shitty yeah, acoustics like, yeah. and it can totally ruin the experience. Yeah. Like, live music is, like, a total fucking art. Or, like, putting on a play. 
fucking costumes, so much rehearsing before anyone even and, sees And, and no thing. matter how many people are in the audience for a Broadway show, everything that's happening on the stage and behind it, you can't skimp on any of that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. if there's five people in the audience or 5,000, that's true. It still requires the same. Right. Yeah. And I noticed it this past summer where I did a bunch of these outdoor shows in parks. I did some shows in Central Park and, yeah. and in Brooklyn. And some of them, it made me laugh. They, they like, you can use a microphone and they have this little PA that's this big. And yeah, yeah. It, so just doing them without even a mic, and it, it, it made me realize, oh, yeah, I really love doing this. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. an easy it, art. It's an it's, art. It's, it's it kind just, of like, uh, it reminds me of London, of Trafalgar Square. Am I saying that right? Oh, okay. Like yeah, you would the get up, soapboxes and, soap yeah. boxes and you say your piece and people yeah. start crowding around you. And people were so eager yeah, because people listen. want to hear. They, people want to laugh. for entertainment. So they are. It reminded me that, you know, because I've been doing this for, for a long time. Actually, this summer, it's going to be 20 years I've been doing stand-up. Congratulations. Mm. Wow. Well, you're getting paid for it, dude. Yeah, it's just I think it, uh, up until the pandemic, I didn't realize it, but I was starting to feel like too much of my time when stand-up was thinking about the bullshit. The, the commutes, the, the road traveling, the hotel rooms. Both focusing on the negative. Yeah, you it. know, and then when you're on stage, it, it's like a moment. It passes too quick. So I, I think that is something that I was very lucky that I was able to learn that lesson. And, you know, I think gratitude's got to be a big thing going forward that if you come out of this relatively unscathed, you, you better realize how good you can have it. Right. right. And right. how fragile yeah. life is. It could, right. all, and it could all be gone. It could all, it could be, all gone be gone tomorrow. Right. Yeah. So you have to just enjoy life yeah. and the moments that come and not be upset about bullshit. It, it puts things you know? in perspective. It put, exactly. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That was what I was trying to say. So um, I'm going to tell about this thing. Yeah. Right. Um, First of all, I don't remember any of my childhood birthdays, which is really kind of scary. Mm. I don't remember. I know I must have had some, but I don't remember any of them. I blocked them out for some Depressed. reason. Um, my first marriage, I went, when I was, uh, they, my, this girl that was used to be my best friend, we've parted ways, she threw me an engagement party, and there was this long sub, you know, <laughs> uh, like a sandwich. Yeah. And... We all ate, you know, it was, a, you know, actually it was just women for so, it was an engagement party. It was just women there. Okay. Uh, was maybe was the bridal, bridal shower? Or maybe bridal it was a bridal shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess something was wrong with the sub and we all got food poisoning. Oh no. And I know you know about that. It's like, well, cause I just, that was the first time we ever yeah. like had our first comedy lesson is you had food poisoning and you, you showed up at the Starbucks and you look green and yeah. you're like, I, you know, I, and you looked very disturbed. And I thought, like, did I do something wrong or whatever? And it turns out you had food poisoning. So I know you. I, I had know it again know. a couple of weeks ago. I have to start You're dead. Eating. I like eat like a raccoon. Yeah. So so you so really that. You are living on the edge after COVID. <laughs> yeah. and, and, Added to the reasons why I need a woman in my life to say, hey, maybe that thing from the back of the refrigerator is no longer edible. That's yeah. fine. That's me. I would eat yeah. the thing from the back of the refrigerator. So you all got food poisoning from a bad Everyone sandwich. Everyone got food poisoning mm. from the bad sandwich. And I and I got, you know, I have a very good stomach. So even though I was sick, I was least sick of most of the yeah. people. But it was it was not a good omen. And I should have taken that as like an omen of things not to do. 
Now, do you have one, Mandy? That's great, great celebration <laughs> story. Yeah, like, oh, I have a lot like that. My sister uh, had us throw her a surprise party. She, me and her best friend were the only people that knew that she knew. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm, uh, my sister's five years older, four, four years older than me. So she would take me out when she was older. She was, it was, mm. she was, she was turning 22, I believe. So I was old enough to like, like I said, Americans <laughs> allowed to drink 17, you know, I was drinking whatever party. So she calls her friend and who's hosting the surprise party. Cause she can't have it at her own house. Cause it's a surprise, mm. obviously. And so she calls him and she's like, Oh, and make sure um, that everyone parks around the corner because I really want to be surprised. <laughs> and she literally, like, we, I, like, went around the corner, um, like, and we turned the lights on when she walked in and she was all done up. And she was like, oh, my God, you guys, I can't believe it. And, like, all her friends, like, really thought it was a surprise. Some of you guys might be watching. I friended literally everybody from my <laughs> high school. So that was They're all going to, you know, the jig is up. Janelle, uh, uh, Janelle uh, hosted that party. Um, she put that together. Well, Esther Farris says, I left the party because I saw the cops and missed out on booking up with this, hooking up. I think she meant hooking up, but she wrote booking up. <laughs> B- booking up with this guy I totally wanted badly. Taz says, Bonnie, we had food poisoning from the pals graduation party. First time I puked up bile and felt pleasant after that. See, see these, these things are, when you're truthful, yeah. it brings out the memories of other people. Patty said, the first time I witnessed at Jones Beach Theater, everybody got food poisoning. And oh, my boyfriend's saying too much information. Uh, too no, bad. Not, not even. We're just scratching <laughs> I, the I'm surface. just starting. So uh, I was, now it's I your was, turn. I was, let's talk about food poisoning a little bit. It was the day after the Super Bowl this year. And I, it was like I, I woke up and I felt a little funky. And if you've ever had food poisoning, there's a moment where you feel shitty and then you realize, uh-oh, this is going to be a full day. And it's pretty amazing how your body can decide everybody out, everybody <laughs> yeah. out of the pool. <laughs> That's right. And um, But you know what? I, I kind of like the next day when I was in front of the mirror, like, look at that flat stomach. Like, <laughs> it's a great diet. Yeah, it's like Nine pounds gone like that. <laughs> we recommend food poisoning. It's good. If you, want, I, if you want to lose 10 pounds, which I do. So I, yeah. maybe I'll like eat something from the back of the refrigerator tonight. <laughs> you know what I did? I blamed it on... The healthy stuff. I was like, I thought that broccoli was not like, it, yeah, the bro- uh, of course, like some other garbage that I ate. But I was like, <laughs> the broccoli, ah, the broccoli's yeah. to blame. Oh, yeah. That, that kale. That I think that kale fiber, turned. That piece of fiber did me in. Fruit does go bad quickly. Yeah, you pay a lot of money for it, and then that's it's- why I stir fry everything because yeah. it gets in there. You don't taste it. Just throw garlic on it. No, none's the wiser. Mm. <laughs> Says the Irish lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. I have one. I, I don't remember my own, but my uh, my daughter turned 16 and, you know, we don't get to travel or do yeah. anything. So I want to do something really special for her sweet 16. So I, hire, I hired a party planner and at, I had a real party like a wedding at the Crest Hollow Country Club. Oh. And it was uh, it was really beautiful. And the reason I did that was I, you know, she got this white dress. She looked like a bride. Mm. And I a lot of women and this this has to do with Mandy in a way. They get married because they want the party. They, yeah, they want the wedding. They want the wedding yeah. and all the all the shit that goes. With. So I figure if I give her that as a as a as a sixteen year old, then she won't have that desire to get married for the party. Mm. Yeah. And it was a great it was a great <laughs> event. So there's nothing bad I can write about it. It Good. was that was like. Did you poison the sandwich at that one? <laughs> no, they... but 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 
I have this thing with food, wasting food. Mm. And they had all these fantastic, beautiful layouts of food for the be first part of the party. And I was like, you know, can I take some of this home? Because I was so nervous I couldn't yeah. eat. And they're like, no, it's part of the health code that once this is oh. over, all the food has to go in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. And I paid for it, you know, but, oh, and I'm like, I was thinking like, wow, I'll be able to bring all this food home and then eat it when I want. But that's not how it works in the gotta, health department. You got to smuggle in Tupperware. Oh, yeah. I should it's have done that. It's low class, that. but I, I've done it. I've I should have done that. I've done that's it on these smart. Gigs. You know, I used to do so many of those private gigs. I mean, when you said Crest Hollow, I've probably done a dozen I love gigs it there. there. That's my and favorite food's place. good, you know. But I remember the manager I had at the time, I would always say to him, am I getting fed at this gig? And he would say, you know, you're the only one. You have, and I'm you like, have you to are, pay. I'm no, not the only one. You're not. I said, if I'm driving to some place, I say, I want a goddamn chicken cutlet waiting for me. I don't want to, oh, well, well, you know, we, we were not prepared <laughs> to cook for 380 and one people. <laughs> Absolutely. They charge meal. you for, like, if you have a band, yeah. they charge you for each person's meal yeah. in addition to whatever you're, you're doing. Have you ever overeaten one of those things just to prove a point? I would have. I would have. But I was so nervous yeah. because it was my daughter's day. I didn't want yeah. everything that I was so, so I didn't really eat at all, which really fucked me. I was so Not angry. Good. I Got paid all that money and I didn't, I barely ate like mm. an appetizer. So Adam Snare says, Zequel now, they took the sleepy out of NyQuil. What does that mean, Adam? Is that a celebration thing? Is he workshop? Give him the bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just messaging premises to us now? Yeah, it's maybe it's a. Pre stuff. He said, "Did you kill? Did you kill what?" Obviously. Maybe I might be. They're missing having their something. own conversation. Yeah, that's here. all right. Nancy Weems had food poisoning. Ah. Okay, I think everybody has had food poisoning at one time or another. Oh, we actually were talking about, just yesterday. Glenn brought this up. I because I did not remember this. This was probably about six years ago. Glenn was deathly ill. Mm. He was oh really bad flu, like just so. Oh yeah. Yeah. So th th throwing up to all hours of the night, and then he had to be in the Bronx the next day for work, and he had to leave like like at five a.m. and he had like literally stopped throwing up like and maybe had like forty five yeah. minutes of sleep like and he's like I'm gonna like go in like whatever like and he's like trying to like get ready for work and my husband he's a, a man he's stubborn as fuck yeah. I love the shit out of him but he's stubborn and I'm like I'm like dude you're gonna shit your pants driving to the Bronx and yeah. I'm not gonna. Don't call me about it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to clean the shit up because if you throw up here, I'll help you throw up and you go yeah. back to the bed and I'll, I'll change the bucket. You shit your pants on the way to fucking Bronx. And he actually told me that the other day. He said that he repeated that at work. He said that yesterday. He's like, yeah, you told me that. And he said, and he, that's when he said, when you said that to me, I knew that I had to stay. It's like, because he was just like, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to muscle through it. It's like, can't. but but the thing now with COVID is now you're actually sick. It's like, okay, you should stay home. You really shouldn't be spreading your nasty, disgusting germs. Yeah. That, was, that was our society was like, no matter how sick you are, you went to work. Yeah, you drank yeah. your you know, shitty you, you ass You just in. go in. No matter, no matter what, and Throw now, and now, and now you yeah. do the opposite. It's smart. Well, when I was a kid, we weren't allowed to be sick. Like, oh yeah, we your mother to wanted home. to get rid of you so she yeah. could have the data yeah, herself. Yeah, we just—it wasn't on. You know, I, I remember my senior year of high school. I won some perfect attendance award. I was the only one in my graduating class. But I, I, I said I wasn't allowed to stay home, and I lived in you know this boring suburban town where. I didn't have a car and there was nowhere for me to walk to. So I, I need my audience. I'll come into school and just annoy everyone there. <laughs> stay Work home. a room. 
Uh, Peter Wolfinger is, is tuning in. I love Peter's post. I love Peter. He, he said, White Castle drunk at 2 a.m. makes it come out both ends. Yeah. You're right, Peter. This um, is great. This was went from celebration to talking about <laughs> I'm talking about puking. Puking. Shit it's myself. taking a hard turn. I was driving on the Major Deegan. It's we like, try to steer it in a certain way, but it always comes out some other way. Uh, Larry Arts, yes, he's our sponsor for... Um, we, we, we were yeah, doing yeah, this for the yeah. Ambiance Salon. We love you, Larry. And um, you have another story. Mandy, you have another story? Because I have one ready to go if you don't. Go right ahead. Okay, it has to do with my daughter again. When she was younger, when she was 12. And, you know, like the kid parties are a big deal. So we had her party at QZAR, and it was she invited all girls. And my... Oh, wait, wait. We got to time out. We got to tell people what cues are. Is that's laser tag, right? Laser tag. Laser tag. Where you right, kill guys. people with guns. Nice. Oh. But, but you kill pretend to. Violent. <laughs> or you kill yes. people yeah. with guns. Yes. You pretend to kill people with guns. So so uh, my ex at the time invited his friend. I'm not going to say this friend's name. He's the nicest guy. Okay. He was a police officer, and and he became a teacher because being a police police <laughs> officer was so hard for him mm -hmm. that he gave it up and became a teacher and i'm like really being a teacher is better than being a police officer but that i digress let's stick to the story so he's like a he's like a marksman and he has mad kills gun skills mm -hmm. and he was put on the team against my daughter which was oh, this very no. small team oh, and no. he's the, gr the he's ringer. a nine year old birthday girl right yeah. you right so he didn't know that and and he just started shooting everybody and he killed all of Alexis's friends and Alexis and won the game by far, even though there was only a handful of people on his team and Alexis's all-girl team, nice. they were destroyed. And my daughter was like crying. She's like, he yeah. ruined my party. It's nice to have a nice Columbine-themed birthday party for a child. <laughs> hey, she picked it. She wanted it there. But but that it you went awry. A ringer. A ringer. <laughs> exactly. And he 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 apologized. And then after you shoot everybody, you you, you gather together to have pizza. Nice. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry. Those global lights went on, and I just got in the zone. Right. And I He's like, <laughs> the instinct kicked off. in, and I just had to nail all those little girls. And he shot all of them, and they lost the game big time. Not even by a little margin, yeah. but big time. And my Wipe daughter's very competitive, and she was really pissed. And she's like, "He ruined my party." And I was like, "You know, like, like let's just try to calm down." You know, like, and they didn't even know who he was, right? Just some no, just some guy man showed up. Some, some random man. Wiped them out. That's correct. <laughs> Yeah, that like, is oh, correct. Paid for fifty people. Yeah, you're fighting. Robin, yeah. Robin, put him on the birthday girls team. <laughs> I, I, know, I didn't know he could. I, I forgot he was he a police stuck. officer, and and uh, you know, and Bobby she had. Doesn't see gender. She right? already it's had funny, so. right. She already had too many people on her team. So so um, Robin says <laughs> he's got a gun with a scope. Yeah, Robin says he sounds like my ex-husband too. Robin and I have a lot in common. Taz says she has to go. Oh, bye, Taz. We love, we you, love you, Taz. Uh, she said, "Love you guys." Um, why is everybody leaving? We're not done yet. We're almost done. You can hang out for another ten minutes. They can't take your your horrifying <laughs> celebration stories. Yeah, I know. Well, hey, the Sweet Sixteen sandwiches. one was good. Well, that's what that was. Stands you know. out. The bad stuff is always it's what true. you remember. It's true. You know, I find like um, sometimes when people say to me, "What's the worst gig you've ever done?" and there's it's it, my head gets crowded with all these ones that I would love to bitch about. But when someone says, "You know, tell me about a really great one," I think oh, I don't know. I don't know. 
Right, it's the bad thing. Yeah, yeah you, you especially, you said, you, you told me you could have like a killer set and you did one thing wrong and then you'd obsess over the one thing you did wrong. Yeah. Instead of being like most of us. Right. I'd be happy if anybody laughed at any of my stuff. Yeah. And, you know. It's part of my policy of removing joy from my life. <laughs> that no matter what happens, I focus on the most negative. I'm working on it. I am working on it. I have a team of professionals. I do too. Working on me. I'm working on. I'm working that. on stuff yeah. too. And and Mandy, say what you said about like at least you you notice that something's wrong and you're trying to fix it. Oh well, yeah. Well, we were just talking about like being better uh, as people. I was saying like the, the step number one is being aware that I want to be better so sure, yeah. and mm -hmm. I'm working on it. Like mm -hmm. the people that are like, oh, I'm fucking blazing saddles. I'm the fucking shit right now. You're like. Uh, yeah, I'm a little, you're just done yeah. you're just done you're just static and like you know what i mean everyone like i'm trying to learn more shit every day i want to like everybody's a guru even the guy who's being an asshole and fucking up i could learn from that exactly. guy learn not to do I, it that's exactly what i do not want to look like yeah. you know you know and it's like everything everybody's an example and but step one is <laughs> having the awareness that i want to actually do something about yeah. it like and not just be because like, just because the world's changing yeah. every day. You can't just like like you said. You got to go through your Twitter because yeah. are this is the shit even still relevant? That's the old you. Even it's your true. virtual print footprint, like yeah. Well, you're right. It's um, I, I think part of it is I, I'm really into that stuff, like self help and maximizing performance and all that stuff. Not and not just to look for things that I can do, but I just find it really interesting. Yeah. Uh, but the idea of you always want to do things for a reason. You want to live with intention. You don't want to just kind of float around through life because the odds that you'll mistakenly bump into a quality life are pretty low. I mean, if you don't know what you're aiming for, the chances of you stumbling yeah. upon it are, are almost nil, you know? Uh, but it is funny, you know, I, I with this Gutfeld thing coming up, um, I have a life coach that I talk to sometimes, Connie Enriquez, who's, she's great. Oh, I love yeah, her. You know We're going to get her on the show. Yeah, Connie's, I'm going to get both of them. Really good. I yeah, love her and both Chrissy, of them. They're, they're a hoot. I love them. They were scheduled to be on our show mm. before COVID. Yeah. And then COVID hit and everything went down the drain, well, but Connie's get them really back. good. And she, I love both of them. First session I did with her, um, when I was in the midst of my midlife crisis, like she clearly pointed out things that it's so funny because someone will point it out and you look at it and I would realize like, oh yeah, that's a thing that I do. That's not just the way the world is. Yeah. It's a reaction that I'm having. So I talked to her last week because I got, you know, I got a bunch of good shit coming in yeah. and I wanted to ask her like, how do I deal with good things? Because I know like if things are bad, yeah. I know how to brace myself, but I guess it's the difference between bracing and embracing. Like, what do you do when you have good? How do you look forward to things and not do that weird thing where you you it's look not, at for the like what could go wrong or any that stuff? It's too, it's too good. Three good things. Yeah, I'm on a roll. Something's bound to fucking. I'm gonna get yeah, a flat tire. Something's it, gonna happen. And you got like it's, it's the because, law of attraction will bring bad things to you because right. because in like in your who you are, yeah. you feel you don't deserve it. Right. It's true. Right. And and and, and, and you do deserve it. But you just have to say to yourself, you know, through therapy, you yeah. have to say, I do deserve it. I, you know, good things yeah. should come to me. And like, I see my therapist once a week and the stuff I talk about, it's just like, 
I probably blow her head off, but <laughs> it's it's like you it's it makes like Mandy said, it you at least you're trying. Yeah, you're trying. You're, you're, you're yeah, you're working toward it because yeah. it's um it's very similar in some ways to the coaching that I do with helping comics with their writing because there are things that you can write and when someone else looks at it, it's so obvious to them, just move that here, cross that out. But when it's your own thing, when you're emotionally invested in it, it's very hard to see that. Right. And and that's oh, why yeah. I think getting that outside perspective and then, you know, like you said, I noticed when I started to work on stuff like this that there were things that made me unhappy that I just assumed were the nature of the universe. And then I was able to look at them and say, am I doing that thing that I do sometimes? Yeah. And then if you identify it, you can say, maybe I will stop doing that. Yeah, that's a pattern that I'm yeah. creating, yeah. a little whirlpool that I'm sucking myself into. Like people who always end up with the, with the person who's bad for them. Yeah, and they, they just end up with be... like that same person right. over and They're over. Attracted to that shit. Bonnie's like... making a face. You having a moment there, Bonnie? Uh, Relating, well, maybe. No, Bonnie. Bonnie's got a Greek guy, but her. Yeah. But you know what's so funny about? I love Michael. That's my boyfriend. But he's so in some many ways he's very similar to my ex, and I'm very similar to his ex. Well, people do have types. It's almost yeah. like you, know, you do have a type. Like, like it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. But yeah. There are, We'll I, talk about this off air. No, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, I, we're joking around. Michael. <laughs> we love you. Yeah. No, but no, it is. It's but even the way he drinks the Gatorade. And he the way he drinks the Gatorade. My boy. He started doing like a dance because he would bring out the Gatorade because my ex drinks Gatorade. And he's like, he I would be staring at him like, because that's what my ex did. And he's like, okay, I know you're thinking that my, your ex drunk Gatorade. So I'm going to like do a little dance so that you don't think of me the same way that I'm okay. doing Gatorade. Gatorade right. dance. Well, <laughs> people do drink Gatorade. Yeah. I think no, there's right. more than that. There's a bunch of shit. And there's a bunch of shit that his ex-wife does that I do. Yeah. And he's like, you're like, just like my ex-wife. You blah, 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 blah. You're, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's really the way you insane. keep inhaling and exhaling. I mean, what's going on here? This is a lot of it's, but I can see that as if you're someone you're attracted to what you're attracted to. You're attracted to what you're attracted to, but also if you've had a bad experience that you would be on guard for things that could be signs that yeah, it was like, happening. Oh right? yeah, that have nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I love Gatorade. Now, now my boyfriend's like, I'm drinking now <laughs> because I'm, drinking I'm Gatorade. revealing too much information. He's having a scotch. He's having a scotch and Gatorade. Uh, orange Gatorade. <laughs> Because my dad yeah. would drink only orange Gatorade. And, like, when we were, we were sick as a little kid, my mom would be yeah. like, oh, this makes you feel better. But now, like, an orange Gatorade, I, like, cannot drink it. Like, it reminds yeah. me of, like, medicine. Like, I haven't drank orange Gatorade that in makes probably sense. 30, 25 years. <laughs> I won't drink tea because my mother forced me to drink tea when I was sick. Yeah. So I hate tea now oh, no tea because I associate it with <laughs> sickness and forced, forced drinking of forced tea. consumption. Yeah, my parents, were you force-fed uh, Italian? Oh, my God. Uh, it just was, Mr. DeVito, did they force feed you? <laughs> Mr. DeVito, I love that. I remember that. one time my grandmother <laughs> bringing over, uh, we were at, at my grandmother's and we were eating lasagna. And, and the piece they give you is the size of a shoebox. And lasagna is probably the most <laughs> calorie-dense. So I'd I love that, lasagna. And she went to give me more. 
And I said, no, thank you. I'm full. And she was still coming toward me. And I remember I put my hand over my plate and she just dumped it on my, like, she just dumped it on my hand with the sauce. Like she did not, she was not to be stopped. But Peter Wolfinger said, I have an ex that wants me dead. And I think this is hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, it could be worse. My mother's grandma, grandma, nanny, they would always, they said when she was giving you uh, mashed potatoes, when you say stop, like if you say no, you got one. So when you say stop, she always gave you one extra. So if you wanted like two, you say stop at one because you always get a. Accident. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, like it's a different, it's like a conversion rate that you have to factor in. Yeah, the grandma. Yeah. The grandma rate. Yeah, because, so you were saying you, you do a Zoom on Sundays now? Is that TV? A family Zoom. Yeah, do family Zoom. Italian yeah. tradition alive. You guys you should, you should, no, you not, should record it. That would probably get a million yeah. hits. You need some waivers. <laughs> yeah. I you did gotta get the permission. Time, my, my sister was recording it. Oh. And I was like, what's I don't up know with how? that red light? Wait a minute. Yeah, but I guess before I logged on, she was asking my parents some stuff about how they met, and she wanted to record that. So I was like, right, that's a good idea. Like a a time capsule. Yeah, you know, because it goes to show all these things that I thought about doing before the pandemic that I thought, I plenty like, I wanted to sit down with some cameras and interview my parents. And now it's, yeah, I better get on that pretty quick, you know? you know, thank God they're healthy and they're getting through this. But um, yeah, it's funny doing the Zoom with my parents because my dad now thinks he knows technology. <laughs> and I had to tell them, like, could you not sit with a giant picture window behind you? Because the sunlight <laughs> at 1 p.m. on Sundays, you look like goat. And, you know, then you're seeing like their heads are cut off and stuff. But they're getting better. But my father, he does this thing where he'll hear about a certain piece of technology and he'll get He'll get fascinated with the phrase and then he'll keep working it into conversations because <laughs> someone told him, he calls me up and he goes, have you ever heard of something called a thumb drive? And I said, yeah, what could you do with a thumb drive? They said, well, it's got a USB port and you could put pictures on it. What's scary is I don't know what a thumb drive is. It, it's just, a, it's a little <laughs> drive and throwing with a thumb, but it could be shaped <laughs> like a, memory, you plug it in. It's a memory, it's a portable memory thing. Mm-hmm. I swear for about a year. My father, no matter what we were talking about, he was like, could you put that on a thumb drive? I was like, <laughs> I am I suppose, I suppose you could put it. If we're going to get technical, yes, yeah. Dad, yeah. we could put always. it on a thumb drive. You should drive. be happy that they could answer that. They're good. Like My, my yeah. dad, my, my sister bought him a prepaid phone for one year, mm. a cell phone, and he couldn't handle it. Mm. He's 92, so yeah. he has the old-fashioned long cord like a flip from, phone no the long cord phone in the wall oh, the landline the landline ah, okay so yeah. he has the landline and that's that's what he how he answers his phone calls and if sometimes he forgets to hang up yes. and if he forgets to hang up all we get is a busy signal <laughs> but the good thing is i only live like 15 minutes oh so away. you need help okay because i find with my parents the most informative part of the conversation is when we say goodbye and before they hang up <laughs> the two of them review what we talked about and, and you I, can hear everything. i hear them and i hear like a couple of seconds of the real and the real feelings on things it's like the uh, when you get the extended on a dvd like extended it's the director's commentary track yeah <laughs> the a couple of extras spot. little bonuses yeah they, they actually were not they didn't seem good i said i liked that haircut but she did not look good didn't like his, his oh, skin oh who tone. knows what uh, you know my no my dad is always very very positive person yeah. oh yeah that's the good great. thing he he 
just he's so different than most people like yeah. he'll see me and he has a touch of dementia now okay so he doesn't remember what he said like five minutes ago mm. but he's always complimenting me well that's so nice he'll tell me great things and then like a minute or two will go by and he'll tell me the great things again <laughs> bonnie a- you're yeah. you know you raise a family you have you have autistic children you take care of your autistic brother you come and you help me. You're the best thing. You you had a teaching career, blah, blah, blah. And then five minutes later, something goes by and he, and he starts again telling me like, yeah, and I could I say, dad, you just said that. But, but I'm like, yeah, you know matter. what? I like to Enjoy hear it. it. That's it great. Say it again. I'll take it on That's like word. listening to one of those motivational yes. recordings where it just plays it's, over and it's over. It's so awesome. Yeah. And, and the, yeah, I love to do things for him because he's so appreciative. Very sweet. Where some people are just not appreciative of anything that you do yeah. for them. He's very appreciative and very generous, and I feel like I take after him. Yeah, in my personality and whatever, and I'm very grateful that he's still alive. I thank God. I'm like every day, yeah. like please. And he hasn't gotten the vaccine, and I don't want him to, but my sister wants him to. So it's like a whole thing going on there. Yeah, ninety-two. That's you have to weigh the chance of an well. The vaccines are getting pretty good reviews. My my folks got the second shot, so they're both good. And they're good? They're good, yeah. That makes me feel better. Yeah. yeah. Because my brother-in-law is a doctor, and he's my dad's health care proxy. So he's going to make the decision. My decision yeah. doesn't matter. And I'm nervous, but if that, you know, if I have no say in it, if anything goes wrong, mm. I wasn't the one that killed him. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, getting back to celebrations... And it is time, it is kind of time to wrap up the show, right? Okay. Because we went 10 minutes over and we're 10 minutes over. We And Joe, thank you for coming all the way from... Sure, my pleasure. You know, yeah, Joe, anything else you want to tell us about? Yeah, tell us about anything Let's you want to plug. Yeah, I'll, Joe DeVito Comedy. At Joe DeVito Comedy on social media before I have to delete my accounts for, <laughs> uh, for the Human Resources Department. Uh, yeah, I'll say this, that the, um, the dry bar special that I did on YouTube is closing in on 2 million views just on YouTube. And I think it's at 3.5 million on Facebook. So that's that's been pretty cool. That's been nice. I love that special. I Thanks. watched it from the beginning. Yeah, I'm so happy fucking how it funny. came out. And to watch him in person, you've got to watch him in person. Are you going to be... You know, it's things are opening up now. I got some some gigs scheduled. I got um, you something are a 10 in New out of Jersey 10 next on week. on stand-up. Or next month, rather. Thank you, Bonnie. No, that's yeah. I. I wouldn't. I. I say the truth. It gets me in trouble, but that's my opinion. <laughs> I. Well, I. Th- I think back again. We talk about gratitude, and I think of all those like, those packed houses that I look at them now, and I think, wow. I. You know, I, if we could just go back, I would have appreciated it more. But I'm glad you got to look forward, and I see things are opening up again, and you know the business is going to be different, but. I realize that I'm so, you know, it's like a blessing to be able to have as a a career or even just a avocation to go up and make people laugh, you know, yes. how much that you, you um, means to so me. You so many people, yeah. you have no, it's, you have it's no idea. Wild. You know, I think of the times that, you know, sometimes people come up to you after shows and they tell you they're going through some rough patch and, you know, we comics, we, we tend to think like, did this joke work? We get very, very right, insular, right. you know, we too into our own heads. So, um, so I'm looking forward to that. It's crazy to think, oh, I have to update my schedule now. 
I got to go into my little Google calendar and yep, yep. put I've things been, there. I've been pinning stuff. It's yeah. good. It's fun. Yeah. Your mom is saying, Joe's great. Listen to his dentist comedy. Hilarious. Okay. Not only is <laughs> dentist comedy, everything about his stand-up is funny. Even even your like your new stuff, I thought it was really funny about the gun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was... But everything he does, just follow well, I him. I didn't want to come out of this experience and just go back to telling pre-2020 jokes. It would have seemed weird to me. Yeah, yeah. Now you, yeah, you evolved. You're keeping up with the times. you got to adapt and overcome. Like, everyone's, like, even the cancel culture and all this stuff, yeah. it's a joke, and it, it is, but... But as we move through time, every day we've been creating history and every day things have been changing. You're a and new person. Been, and every time things are, literally yeah. the cells in your body right? fucking change. And you're, what do they every, say? Every seven years yeah, you're completely you, replaced Yeah, new, new allergies yeah. and stuff. Like it really is wild when you think about it. And if you just are, if you don't just want to be a static person, you want to be better than who you were yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know, you got, you can't lose. Patty Marie loves you. She oh, says she you're, does. you're hysterical. If That's you won aunt. over Patty Marie, then you oh, okay. are the fucking bomb. I yeah. didn't know she was such a tough, tough yeah, audience. She's there. tough critic. Patty yeah. Marie. I love Patty Marie. Yes. I, you know. Oh, and my aunt Nora's watching too. These are all my aunts. Everybody's saying great show. Nancy. Wee Thank you, David so Lang. Oh, Thank you. Thank so you. Do you want to plug anything? I would say just go to uh, just go to YouTube. Um, I I track the numbers. It looks like I'm on pace to hit two million in a couple of weeks. Oh, wow! Yeah, so I'm gonna put you. Well, I'm gonna put it right on the. Yeah. the Share the show, everybody. Yeah, Please. Share the show. We are so lucky um, that Joe was kind enough to come and be on yeah, our show tonight. Yeah. We are so you know it's like we were talking about birthday celebrations for me. The best thing is having Joe on my show. Because I think he's a number 10 out of 10 in stand-up. <laughs> and on the Greg Gutfeld show, which I love, he's going to be doing more and more and be more involved in that. And I just thank you so much for being on. Uh, thank you, Bonnie. I appreciate it. And happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I, another year older and none the wiser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the way to do it. We're going nowhere fast and downhill. But... <laughs> Robin, we're going. Yeah, Robin and I are going to be at Street Fighter on the twenty seventh. We're hanging out with my new, uh, my new partner at Coasters, Will Romero, which we changed the start date of April first for personal reasons. But Coasters is going to be having an open mic starring me and Will called the Jutino because he, <laughs> I'm Jewish and he's Latino, and we are still arguing over what the new start date will be. But we will broadcast that next Wednesday. Yes. Who yes. is our guest next Wednesday? We are with, I, I really think it's Larry and, uh, I think, I really so think our it's sponsors. Larry and Lori. Awesome. The, and thank you, Joe. Yeah, seriously, thank you, Joe. Guys, we're going to share Joe DeVito, the best stand-up comedian online. on Long Island and possibly the earth. The earth. <laughs> yes, the earth. Oh, what is, what Norma Fernand says, great show. Nancy Ween said, share it. Please share the show. Thank you. Everybody share the show. I'm not good at sharing, so share it for us. Thank you so much, everybody. We will see you next week. Be good. Bye, everybody. Bye.